Are you an empath who feels constantly drawn to narcissists, only to be left feeling drained and discarded? Discover the hidden karmic dynamics behind these toxic relationships and how you can break free via the Akashic Records in this episode today with Edit Bliss. Welcome back to the Empath and Narcissist Podcast, spiritual healing after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, and I am empowering empaths into their power and authentic self with human design. There's something to be said about empaths and narcissists attracting. And I always thought this same thing might have happened with me. This karmic relationship needs to happen in order for you to fulfill a certain destiny or purpose. And some may completely disagree and say, no, I never would have chosen to be abused like this in this lifetime. And others like psychologists would say, well, it's probably a trauma pattern, behavioral repeating from what you may have experienced in your childhood and it's subconsciously repeating. I kind of have a feeling it's the answer is all three. Like, can it be all three? Can there be gray area? It's not black and white. So I wanted to explore today with Edit Be Kiss about karmic relationships and the Akashic Records. A lot of you love uh, hearing about Akashic Records here on the podcast and have reached out to me and asked me about mine. And so, I mean, we had to talk about it. So we talked about that as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And without further ado, let's get into this conversation with Edit Be Kiss. Edit Bliss is a holistic mentor, a success habit coach. She's the number one best-selling author, humanitarian award winner, and international speaker. She learned life coaching from Satori Prime Brothers, who based their work on landmark approaches and was trained by Bob Proctor, who showed an appearance in The Secret. While living in New Zealand, she was a member of Reiki New Zealand Incorporated, and she worked with clients on releasing long-lasting pains, blockages, ancestor defects, and emotional traumas so they can live fulfilled and a joyful life. Hello, Edit. So good to meet you and have you here. Thank you, Raven. Thank you so much for inviting me. It is a pleasure. I am excited to dive into some really fun topics. I love to talk about karmic experiences. I have it all throughout my book. And then also I just keep mentioning Akashic Records because that's one of the biggest impactful experiences I've had recently that has helped shift a lot in my brain. So tell us first, where should we begin? (laughs) I think um, all of us who are grappling with narcissists in our life i think the biggest question is why and do you think that the spiritual realm can answer that question is it a one question or there's a little bit more complexity to it so basically we need to understand that we are a multi-dimensional beings and everything is impacting us. So we are not just this physical body, what we see here with physical eyes, but we have many layers. And these layers includes our past lives, includes our ancestors, and, and uh, also our spirits, and, and then um, all our karmic depths. And, and it's all in the Akashic Records as a balance sheet, what we actually experience and what we are going to experience. And because we say like time is an illusion, we can still go back 
and rewrite our past and create a brand new future. And because of that, when people are struggling with past experiences, you know, traumatic experiences, they they going through like PTSD, they are all worried like it's going to be for their lifestyle and, and lifestyle. And then they actually just trying to manage it. They trying to uh, maybe push back the syndromes and then that's what they are capable of. And they like, OK, I'm destined to carry this till, till the end of my life. And then also I know that people with panic attacks, they are also say like okay it's gonna be till the rest of my life and then with other like diseases they they feel sometimes that they are destined with that and uh, and because of their circumstances and because of the environment is also have this message towards them that oh if my neighbor is suffering from that then it's normal you know if if some other people are actually going through those pains then it's normal to be in pain but the truth is that we can change all of this if we master our multidimensional existence and we know how to actually reframe all of these things, how, how actually we can heal these layers as well, not just the physical body, because if we start from the spirit and mind, then eventually the physical body will follow too. Mm, yes. And someone else just recently on the podcast said, we are spirit first and these vessels are just, the, the it's just a vessel, like our bodies are just whatever's left. <laughs> yeah, spirit first. Yes, but we also need to understand that we need to take care of this vessel as well. So yeah. when, when clients comes to me with anxiety and stress, my first question is, what is your diet? You know, do you exercise? Do you sleep enough? Because sometimes they're just anxious because they don't have enough B, uh, B vitamin, you know, or maybe don't yeah. have enough iron or so on and so forth. So I believe that all needs to be in balance, you know, and so we need to also focus on the physical health as well, going to gym, you know, exercise, so on and so forth, because if the body weak, then basically you can't stay in this body. Uh, yeah. So it's, it also need to focus on the body, but some people got so... Uh, just focused on the body that they they don't believe in other things uh, to can actually help them to to bring health and well-being both yeah it's both and i know i i love um uh listening and kind of following along with medical medium have you heard of him anthony uh w he's amazing and you should definitely check out him because his information comes from com spirit of compassion. And I just love how he talks about, and I think a lot of us survivors of narcissistic abuse, we experience something like we get triggered, obviously from the PTSD, we get triggered from the constant conflict. And then a lot of like, I'm seeing a lot of people say like, I'm a trauma survivor and I have arthritis, MS, like, all of these physical illnesses. And I'd love your take on that. Is that something that is caused by the trauma or is that something where the trauma just triggered it? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, if it's triggered or it's caused, I would say it's the same thing, <laughs> like uh, absolutely connected. That's, that's what I want to say, that with releasing traumatic experiences, like healing from traumatic experiences basically can prevent diseases in the physical body. Because what happens is, let's say you have a, a trauma and then because of the trauma, you get triggered. When you get triggered, you experience low vibrational uh, feelings, emotions, and those low vibrational emotions is weakening your energy body, 
your energy system, like your, your chakras, your aura. And as it's got weakened, basically those areas on your body also start to affect the organs. So let's say, for example, the emotion of grief. The emotion of grief is affecting your um, heart chakra. So when the heart chakra is affected energetically because you are in that grief for long, you know, like let's say years, you know, so that's eventually start to uh, create some illnesses in the physical uh, body as well. Like if it's heart chakra, then in the chest area, like the heart, the Cancer, maybe you can have a cancer in the breast, you know, or you have a lung cancer in your uh, in the lungs or, or shoulder or upper back. So this area, which is related to the heart chakra, is affected when you are grieving, basically. And eventually it becomes physical illness if you don't release it properly from the unconscious mind. And it's the same thing with other physical issues, physical illnesses. For example, many people experiencing like leg issues like knee pain or or foot pain or whatever those related to the root chakra area and then the root chakra is basically uh, it's on the bottom of the trunk you know and then it's basically when you have emotions negative emotions around your parents when you have no good connection with your parents or uh, with your home country stability security if you start having negative emotions around those areas, it starts to actually cause physical issues in the, in the legs and, and, and lower than the uh, root chakra, basically, root chakra area. So it's all connected. And it's, uh, it's definitely you got triggered because of the trauma. That's why mm -hmm. you get triggered. Mm -hmm. And the triggers is making you sick. But as soon as you release the trauma, I mean, the negative emotions from that past experience, then the trigger is going to stop related to that. And then you're not going to experience physical illness. Right. Yes. I, I have experienced that firsthand when you can release that shock and the trauma and release it from your body. It's, it's just so much better. And you're able to release all of the illness from your body. I'm curious because a lot of our listeners have defined solar plexus. We're all like, I'm thinking about the chakras in the human design because we talk a lot about that on the podcast. What are some signals or signs or related areas in the solar plexus chakra? Solar plexus is definitely the liver, like someone who's alcoholic and drinking a lot of alcohol because of their self-esteem confidence issue, which is also the solar plexus. So the liver, the the pain, uh, and then uh, gallbladder issues, stomach issues, basically that's all the solar plexus. Hmm. Yes, IBS, all the things I experienced when I was in my narcissistic abuse relationship. I was an alcoholic, I had IBS, I couldn't digest. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So, so interesting. The digest yeah, the so, intestines, the, yeah. the the intestines is more like the sacral chakra area the and sacral. the sacral chakra and the digestion. Yes, because the sacral chakra is related to relationships. So people who's going through relationship issues like abuse and so on and so forth, that's more the sacral chakra area uh, where they have issues with. Oh, yes. Yes. And I went to see a dietitian and she's like, you're not eating enough. Like she didn't really have an answer for me why I couldn't digest much, but yeah, it, it was definitely the sacral related to relationships. Interesting. Yeah. I love that. And then you were mentioning something about does, does the illness that we have, let's say in our current life, does that relate to any past lives? 
I mean, the, if the trauma is happened in past lives, it's possible mm -hmm. that you got triggered because of a past life trauma. I know because I, I am, as I'm going with clients on sessions, you know, sometimes at the beginning, they we release traumas from this lifetime. But as we continue with our program, many times at, at the later stage, they're going back to past life traumas. And that's what we need to release, which is related to the current situation. Mm, that's so interesting. And how do you access the past life? Is it a regression or do you go into their... Um... Actually, we don't need to go that deep. We don't need to... Um, even though even though I learned past life regression and then I also teach it to my facilitators, uh, I don't use it only one on face-to-face. -face. I don't like to use it online because it's a very deep... Uh, how can I say, experience. So online uh, is much safer to do the source memory healing, which is actually what happening is that we go into transcendental meditation and that as we transcend into the subconscious and in the unconscious, we connect with the unconscious mind. And then the unconscious mind is actually bringing the memories, which are related to the current issue, because we fine tune it for him uh, to the unconscious mind. We fine tune it like, okay, what's your issue? What are kind of emotions you feel right now related to your issue? Where do you feel it in your body? So when we calibrate these whole things, then we say, okay, unconscious mind, now start collect the memories and bring it up, you know? And it's bringing it up one by one. And it's, it's fascinating, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So if a past life memory comes up and it's not really a memory that they have in their life now, like it wouldn't really come up like, oh, this is the past life. It's just an unconscious memory. And then it doesn't really relate to their life now. Then that's kind of how you can figure out or identify, oh, yeah, that's a past life memory. And then you clear it out. So if you if you can't remember what you see and obviously you don't know the people around you and then you're wearing strange clothes you know and then maybe like horses okay. and no cars you know so then you obviously know you are in past life so Got that's it. how you actually see because oh. most of the other memories they they actually recognize like oh i know this one you know i was six years old or i see my parents or so on and so forth my they don't say i know this one when they were like two years old you know or three but after that they kind of recognize it and then they are like oh i didn't know that it's connected blah 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 you know but then with past lives it's obviously you are looking completely different even yourself you know and then you're wearing different oh. clothes and stuff like that okay got it yeah so you are retrieving memories and it's similar to past life regression but it's not that it's more like you're retrieving those subconscious memories that is so amazing. Yeah, it's much shorter. Yeah. Much shorter? Yeah, it's just because if you go the past, when you do past life regression, then you can go through the whole lifetime. You know, you can say, okay, when you were born, you can go through the whole lifetime and even see the deaths, you know. But if you are doing the source memory healing, it's just that little uh, period when you had the trauma. Uh, okay. That makes complete sense. That's so cool. It's fascinating. I love that. And then we also talk a lot about the Akashic Record around here. What is your, can we tell, t tell us more about Akashic Record, describe it to those who don't, aren't familiar with it here? Yeah, so Akashic Records is your balance sheet basically about your karmas and, and your past lives and then your experiences in, in this realm. And basically it's in a higher dimension and it uh, needs some, 
uh, expertise to actually step into the Akashic records, but everybody holds their own copy. So you can always access easily your own Akashic records and get into some past lives to, to, to actually check something. But is um, to check to get into the other the the combined Akashic records is is much more difficult and this actually needs more how can I say um access and also like more reason to get in there like why would you go it's like is not recommended to step into Akashic records just for fun you know like oh let's see who I was you know it's not like that you go to Akashic records because might you are experiencing a relationship with someone which is maybe very profound or very strange or and then you just want to know like why I'm feeling this way why is this person is came to my life or what is this want to show me or why is it so important and how it's gonna turn out so that's when I actually do the Akashic records reading and then I check out a couple of lifetime with life uh, lifetime with that person to see okay where we are coming from and then actually I also ask what is it for this life you know so that's kind of the check I usually do with people and the once happened to me also that um, I had very um, there was a person who actually when I thought about the person or meeting that person it made me cry and I was like why I am crying when I actually imagining that I'm going to meet with that person. It could be such a nice experience Why I'm crying. So then I went to the Akashic records to find out. And then it's turned out that I was the person's mother and then he was killed in past life and I was his mother. And then I actually had to go through all of this suffer and uh, I killed myself because eventually I couldn't um, deal, deal with these emotions and grief, you know? So that was this whole crying about. And what I did after that, I, when I found this out, then I did the source memory here on this situation to release this uh, traumatic experience from my past life and then after that I haven't felt this emotion anymore wow that's incredible and we go through our lives completely oblivious to all this other this multi-dimensional layers of emotions and stuff and then at the same time in this lifetime we're kind of stuck like we get Unfortunately, sometimes people, we get stuck in these manipulative, abusive relationships with narcissists. Yeah. Do you think that it's karmic that we got stuck or that we're dealing with narcissists? I'm absolutely sure that we need to. So if someone deals with this kind of issue, they need to go through this lesson for a reason and they uh, have to learn how to release it or hear from it or experience it either because they caused a similar uh, issue to someone in past lives, you know, or if not them, then my their ancestors. We are many times suffering from ancestors karma which is actually not all karma, but we destined to not be kind of destined to carry it, but there is a way to release ancestor karma and not to carry it anymore. There are certain uh, meditation techniques and healing techniques for that, which I also do with my clients to release ancestor karma. Hmm. So it could be that we were a narcissist in a past life and therefore we need to experience it to heal yes. like to not to say repent but like to not be a narcissist in the next life is that one theory no it's, it's um 
we go through lifetimes to experience. Basically, it's all about experience. So every lifetime you experience different things. In one lifetime, you might the killer. The next life, maybe you are the person who got killed. So it's, it's the same thing. One lifetime you are the narcissist, the next lifetime you need to experience uh, narcissistic abuse. So it's the, all about experiences, how we go through life. So it's, yeah, when, sometimes I get into the uh, source memory healing with the client and the end of the healing process is always asking them, can you forgive? And sometimes even I do the whole release process with them. Sometimes they still say, I cannot forgive. Then I still need to, tell them like why they need to forgive because otherwise it's not going to be complete the whole release and then i always explain them that imagine that that person is only five percent of the time in their conscious decision the rest of the time they are actually guided by subconscious beliefs hobbits uh you know which is coming from their environment from their ancestors from their inheritance and then also there is the super conscious energy which is com uh, including the karmic uh, cycles and everything so basically that person when that person caused you pain or something it wasn't that person itself and then the other thing we need to understand that we are one mm -hmm. like you are me i am you we are in the oneness with the universe so energetically we are one which means again how can you tell that that person hurt you it's it's it sounds uh insane right in this perspective so it's like um yeah <laughs> so it's like you hurt yourself like them hurting you is you hurting yourself kind of if you are one yes exactly so it's like um you need to understand these perspectives of of the oneness and these energies and then then you are you know you can forgive basically and then mm -hmm. as you go through these experiences and you and it's also asking you to to go through this healing and then as you heal yourself you also heal your whole family tree your whole soul family because it's all connected so it's it's a it's a very nice experience when you're going through healing and you take that responsibility of healing because it's not just gonna be about you but your whole dna line and then your whole soul family which is like huge tell us more about soul family because i that was one of the key aspects in my reading was that my relations in this life are different they're not in my soul family in my soul family like i don't know how to what other word to say but in the other realm mm, so most likely you either like expanding your soul family because that's what also happens that you may be um exploring new territories or meeting new people creating new network but as soon as you get engaged with them on a dna level it's added into your soul family and if you actually uh, having a karmic situation with people uh, that's also added into your soul family so i'm not i don't believe you are stepping out of your soul family you expanding your soul family with these new experiences basically interesting interesting uh, where does the soul family source come from is that a it's like um you are part of it so it's it's that is uh called a family unconscious so it's not you have an, un an unconscious mind but the family soul family has also an, its own unconscious which you can step into and then basically uh energetically do the healings for your ancestors and then uh, actually do the release for them or help them to get released and then 
get detached from their karmic uh, energy and then liberate yourself from that. So there is a process like that. And then the people doesn't need to be like when you are acting in this unconscious labor, when you're doing this spiritual work, you know, it's, it doesn't mean like everybody's dead. You know, many people can be still alive in your soul family. It's just spirit labor. Where, what is the work uh, is happening, basically. Yes, it's very complex. And so what if I'm thinking of someone else? What if there is, is it possible to have somebody chase you lifetime after lifetime and be like going after you? Like, are there, or is that more like a negative entity or is that a soul? Like, how does that work? I've heard that like with narcissists, like they're. Hmm. Interesting. So entities are spirits. So mm -hmm. negative energy is can be different. Like negative energy can come from the universe, from from other places, but like entities can be spirits, your ancestors, your relatives, someone from spirit world chasing. Um there are soul connections. And if something might wasn't finalized or completed in one lifetime, might some soul wants to complete certain situations or get a resolution and they can come up with some vows, you know, or oaths. And then they say, I'm next life, I'm going to do this and this, or I'm I next life, I'm not getting into this and this. So they, they can carry vows or, or oaths with them. And it's very powerful and it can actually change dynamics and then can be, um, like a destined thing to happen between people. Uh, and it can also be, it can be break. Also, you can break uh, these things as well if you realize or if you know about it, if you get into that kind of healing. But that's how I can imagine this chasing thing. <laughs> but because yeah, the yeah. other thing, these souls, you know, they if they were like a husband and wife, next lifetime, they, be may, they are maybe the children and the mother, you know, or the, the parents. Or you, you getting into different other situations is not... Uh, always the same dynamics how you actually appear in the next life so right yeah that's it's so mind-bending it's so cool now in this life how do you know that or does it matter maybe that's two questions but how do you know you're dealing with somebody in your soul family and someone who is not good for you and or maybe that's the whole point is the narcissist isn't good for us in this life, but karmically, they're trying to teach a lesson. So they are technically good for you, even though it's not good in this life. Does that make sense? I mean, you know, we always want to stay away from victim mentality. We always want to see everything as it's uh, coming to us because it's destined, like it's either teaching us, you know, or, or a blessing. So it's, it's, we want, we want to stay away from victim mentality and then we accept everything what is happening to us. And then we try to make the best out of it. So basically, if you get into a narcissistic situation and you are aware of it, uh, you have that awareness, then you can actually start, um, healing from it or you can separate yourself from it or you can find solutions or work on yourself i i believe that everything is starts with with yourself 
within yourself. If you are ready to move on, if you are ready to get healed, if you are, if you create that resilience, you know, and then, then you just leave. And I also heard that narcissistic people, as soon as they don't have the power on above you or over you, they leave themselves, you know, because they can't practice that lifestyle anymore. So basically it's again, is depends on you as an empath or as a, as the, the, the person who's going under this uh, situation who, to actually take control of yourself. I'm not saying take control of the situation of the other person, take control of yourself, your emotions, your your um, thoughts, and then your actions, and then get yourself out of the situation, basically. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely one lesson right there. You know, a lot of us empaths are, they we bend over backwards for other people, and there can be that just one simple lesson, like speak up, speak for, you know, speak for what you need and, and draw your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so fascinating to be able to pull out these subconscious memories in order to release. Like, so this probably helps, like you said, to rewrite the future. So if someone's concerned about not getting into a relationship with another narcissist, this sounds like really beneficial work because it's, it's um, like you said, rewriting the karmic path and the patterns. Absolutely. Yes. So my clients who came to me with abuse relationships, and then they said they were like going to speaking therapy, you know, they were going to uh, all kinds of other helps, concealing, whatever. And then then eventually when they came to this um, healing, then that's when how they became more resilient and how the energy started to separate them from the other person and then bringing more like positive people into their life because it's energetically in the karma vortex is, is changing many things and you start to attract the people who, who needs to come to your life. And everything started for me, like realizing who are the people who's like uh, past life connections and so on and so forth. And I did first time the transcendental meditation with the guru. So the first time was 2018, January, when I actually met the guru and I was doing this transcendental meditation. And then like later in the coming days, suddenly like breadcrumbs was coming from the universe and then very powerful intuitions and, and just weird situations. And then later I started to feel like when I was seeing people or meeting people like, oh my God, they, I, I knew them or I know there is a very strong connection. It has to be a past life connection and so on and so forth. And then later it turned out as I was checking it or was coming more, you know, visions and stuff like that. So it's, it's become more and became more and more powerful. And then I was like doing a lot of healing on myself, obviously at the beginning, because I was like, okay, then let's fix everything, you know. And then as I was tuning in very <laughs> in myself you know it was really fascinating how first the current life uh, memories went through and then came the past life memories dealing with things so it, it was very fascinating and I really loved that experience and then yeah so it's and then it for a while I didn't need it to do often you know like when when you've done so much that eventually you feel so happy you feel so resilient you feel so much in peace and calm and i was like oh it's so great and then but then something happens like new people enter your life or new challenges comes you know and then you again like okay now i feel like i need to do it again now so let's do it again and then at current currently the situation is 
uh, that many times I go into past life, but uh, recently, as I met with my new boyfriend, uh, I actually went to this lifetime memories with my exes, <laughs> which I haven't cleared before. So it was a new experience again. And then the other thing was very strange uh, that, um, you know, when, when you meet with someone who's, and then realizing that why you got triggered is not them, it's you. That's what people need to realize that someone entering your life, maybe it's an amazing person, a really nice person, but you got triggered of it, maybe because of their actions or something. And just because they are different from you, you know, but you got triggered and you might mm -hmm. gonna feel like, okay, I just want to get out of here because I have boundaries and I want to feel happy because that's my way of vibration you know and sometimes people just get away of this kind of situation because they don't want to work on themselves you know so mm, i had to totally. realize that uh, yeah so i had to realize that when i get into this uh, connection that he's an amazing person he doesn't want to hurt me it's just me who's reacting for this whatever action he did and i need to work on myself because i want to stay you know, I don't want to run away as I did maybe in my past uh, experiences or in my past relationship. I want to stay because he works it and I need to work on myself to stay. I love that. That is really powerful because this can happen even, let's say, after you've left a narcissist and then your new partner you think is acting just like a narcissist, but it's you and your perspective. And like, it's funny because you can recognize it. You're like, I know that I'm reacting out of this trauma response, but I can't help it. It just happens. And so you just want to figure out how to erase all of the triggers and just like enjoy life and embrace that person. But you're right. It, it, it requires work no matter what stage you are in your healing journey. So uh, are you still there? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, he's just it's just like on my end the video is a little frozen, so I make sure you're still there. So going back, I have two questions. I'm trying to figure out which way do we want to go. Well, let's first a I want to ask you. Um, you you've mentioned karma, uh, karma vortex a couple of times. Can you define that for us or clarify it for all of us that's new to that term? Karma vortex is basically just uh, our our lifetimes you know our past lives and everybody in it so basically the people the energies the your experiences i just call it the karma vortex because uh, it's everything is connected and then as you step into it through the transcendental meditation that's when you actually start to see how is it conspi conspiring for your best you know so how is it bringing you solutions and positive energies after you do the healing and then you actually do those adjustments you know in the akashic record so how is actually like um bringing you new new um how can i say new ways of doing things or solutions by other people and bringing new people into your life new experiences so it's just you need to be open to receive and you need to accept the help because as you go through uh these healings uh, you need to be with an open mind you know and then an open heart to actually whatever comes in solution you grab it and then you experience it Mm. Yeah. Grabbing and experiencing it. And I did like the point that you made that can be part of that karmic journey of not running away, but 
staying and doing the difficult things, having the difficult conversations, figuring out how to like breathe your fight or flight mode out of your body so you can actually do it and handle it. I think our body so many times it's helpful for us to survive, but when we're dealing with just emotional or relational conflict, I mean, it, it doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help to be like stressed out thinking that you're going to die when you know, like you're not going to, you just have to have a really difficult conversation. Like how do you get your body to just like chill out so you can actually do the work and have those uncomfortable moments to grow? So that's what I call like the mindfulness that when you practice this meditation more often, actually it brings you that calmness, that resilience, that uh, that you can actually start focusing on, okay, I'm going to think positive, you know, I'm going to actually uh, control my emotions. I don't need to react on everything. And how is it start to happen is that when you do the transcendental meditation, you activate the pineal gland uh, in your brain and that's opening your third eye. And as your third eye is opening more and more and you become more intuitive and you connect to the divine more and more, basically you start trusting the process. And as you start trusting the process, you become more calm, you become more relaxed and then uh, less worry, less anxiety, all of those things and less fear because the fear of the future and the worry of the future is when you have blocked third eye as soon as you open your third eye you become more intuitive and you start to see your past and your vision more and then you are more feeling safe and and secure on your past so that's why is this to just to i always say to my client that even we finish with the program they have access to my meditation library because they practice meditation daily this transcendental meditation because it's bring them into delta brain waves and as they get into delta brain waves it start to produce more of the melatonin serotonin oxytocin growth hormone and because they got an extra boost of these hormones is creating is making them a kinder person a more focused person uh, having better sleep and even a vital body because of the growth hormone so just doing the meditation already making them more calm and more resilient I had clients who came back to me. He didn't even do any session with me. He was just doing the meditations and he was already reporting me that, that oh, my mom is already realized that I'm much calmer and much nicer since I'm doing these uh, techniques, you know? So because he was more reacting and anger and so on and so forth. And then since doing the meditations, much more calm and yeah. better person. I love that. Yes, that is something that I would love to tune into more on the daily. Um, I do my yoga every day, so I guess I'd have to wake up even earlier to do the meditation and the, the yoga. But how long do you recommend doing the meditation? So the, the guided part to get into the data brain waves is around 15 minutes in my guided meditation. But then you choose how long you stay in that uh Delta brain waves. Okay. Some people just stay there maybe five minutes. If you actually having some, um, it can even help you with some healings. So if you're having some issues, like maybe you feel like, oh, a flu is coming or I just catch the cold, what you can do, you do the meditation before you go to sleep and then you stay in that vibration all night and it's kind of clearing you out because it's you're vibrating on a, on a level with the frequency of the universe so it's it's a healing frequency mm, i love that that's so cool so 
how did you get into meeting up with a guru and getting into this transcendental meditation? Yeah, it's, it's really, it was like an accident, you know, nothing is accident in, in the lifestyle, life, life, but uh, yeah, so right. I was invited to this event to translate. So I did Reiki before, so like 20 years, I had already been in spiritual uh, healing with Reiki because I used to have panic attacks. So I started to do Reiki first. And then after Reiki, I went into Shechem. And then I also had extra sense retreats. I went and family constellation therapies. So basically, uh, I was doing lots of spiritual practices. And then I was um, an engineer at the same time. I was a petroleum engineer. And it was like my hobby, my sanctuary at weekends, you know, and when I had time to go for healing, you know, heal myself and the family. And then one day I was like, okay, no more nine to five. I quit my job. So then I just went into contracting. I had more time. And then that's when it came to me, like uh, someone asked me to join this uh, course to translate the guru. So I wasn't uh, intentionally go there to actually study anything or learn something new. I was just like, can you translate the guru? So I went there and then I couldn't translate him because the, the accent was so strong. I couldn't understand him. And then also the material, you know, was so new to me that I didn't even know those words, you know. So I was like, there was another lady who was more experienced. So she did it. But actually, I ended up listening to one meditation there from the guru and that was what actually changed everything that one meditation mm -hmm. and then obviously i had them to translate the materials like the booklets you know yeah and then later i went back again for another course when they did like one-on-one -on -one healing the guru with with hungarian people so i translated the guru face to face doing the healing on a hungarian person like a two hours healing you know like words by word so that oh, was man. very fascinating <laughs> how the healing was done by him you know yeah. and I just I just really got into it I really loved it and then after like a couple of these situations like in, within three four months I decided okay I'm gonna do now the training so I went through the whole training to become a karma yogi practitioner and actually this whole couple of months time as I started to getting more breadcrumbs from the universe I was already in the process of uh, divorcing and moving from Hungary to London, to UK mm. in that couple of months. So it was like a calling that I need to move. It was like very profound messages and it was very deep. And I just had to move and start a new life, <laughs> basically. But you had the bravery because you felt confident that this was the right choice because it was coming from the messages, like from the vortex, from karma. Yeah. Uh, it was or really powerful, you know, I, went, I, I tell you what happened, I tell you what happened exactly. So I was sitting in the taxi, uh, I was in London for an event, I just visited London for an event. It was after that specific meditation I told you, which opened up everything. So I went to London for an event and I was sitting in the taxi and suddenly I started to cry going from the airport to the hotel. I started to cry in the taxi for no reason. I'm not a crybaby, so it's really rare that I'm crying. So I started to cry and then the word came to me home. And I was like, what the heck? Why am I crying in a taxi with a driver in the front and home? I don't like London. You know, it's like, because I know it's a busy city and I didn't like too many people. And it was just like, hit me, you know? And I, it took me many, like three, four months to finally realize that this is it. 
this is what I what they asked me to do or that what is actually I have to do because there were other signs later as well and then within five months as I said I just moved and even the money was very strange how it came because you know you need money to move right so uh, we had a weekend yeah. house and it was on sale for like years. Nobody wanted to buy it for years. But then like months before I wanted to move, I even had the date. Uh, it was sold, you know, and, and the money I needed it was just bang. It was there. So that's how the universe actually supported all my steps. That is incredible. And that just is another story to prove that, like, don't worry, don't doubt yourself, don't fear and stay stuck in that victim situation. Let's say you're like, I have no means, I have no idea how I'm going to get out. Just, yeah, tap into your soul and start doing the work. And then the universe will literally open doors for you. That is an incredible story. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. So how can people maybe do these meditations or how can we connect with you to get, you know, more of this amazing healing work into our lives? So my website is actually my name, editbkiss.com. I also, and then all my links, my social links are on my website, my YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel, which called Magical Karma Priestess. And I actually post daily about ancestral things, karma, healing, you know, all kinds of stuff, which we just talked about. And uh, yeah, I'm very active on uh, my Instagram profile. So I always list there my free events where people joining me for some sessions and stuff like that. Oh, amazing. Definitely going to go subscribe right now and follow you on Instagram. And we'll find all those on your website. We'll put that link in the show notes for everybody. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Are there any final thoughts that we can, that you can think of uh, or messages for the impasse that may be struggling right now, dealing with the pain and the frustration and the manipulation of narcissists? I actually wrote a book <laughs> which called On the Healer's Journey. It's available cool. on every online platforms. So this is a coaching book for seekers on the healer's journey. And basically it's a book for like if someone going through an awakening, you know, spiritual awakening or going through some hard time or needs some decisions on or feel like lonely because their uh, surrendering doesn't understand them, you know, like their family or friends are not aligned with them anymore because they start to go through this healing process. And and it's basically it's a, it's a coaching book. So it gives them some uh, recommendations, some advice you know some steps how to uh, basically respond to these kind of situations and how to deal with it and how to go through this awakening journey oh that's incredible i'm so glad that you mentioned your book absolutely well and is that on your website we can grab um no it's actually is in on online platforms like amazon bars amazon. and nobles okay yeah, i'll find it too um if you put it in there um the title again was we can search it on amazon Say the title again. Yeah. On the Healer's Journey. Yep. Okay. By Edit Kiss. Nice. Okay. I'll find that also and link it in the show notes. Amazing. I can't wait to read that. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing. I appreciate you being here and opening our third eye to all the possibilities of <laughs> healing after narcissistic abuse. Thank you, Levan. It was really my pleasure. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. 
calling all impasse on your healing journey. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the triggers and stress from narcissistic experiences? You're not alone, and I'm here to offer support. Grab my free recorded somatic healing workshop today and reclaim control over your well-being. We do meditations, body moving, sage rituals, and more. So grab it free in the link in the show notes and consider donating to this indie podcast to support the work we do. Thank you so much for tuning in to the end of this podcast episode and being an empath member here in the community. Please share this podcast episode on your socials and tag me at Empath and the Narcissist. Spread the power and spread the love. And don't forget to subscribe. I love the reviews pouring in on my newest book, Empath's Guide to Rising Strong. I'm going to read you one. A powerful resource. This book helps you to take your time to heal and find your own spiritual answers. The assignments that are given make you come back to it time and time again. And you want to have it laying around to read it whenever you want. So make sure that you read and review my newest book, Empath's Guide to Rising Strong, a human design guidebook. You can grab a free Kindle unlimited copy to read and write a review. Or you can grab a beautiful, I really do mean this, beautiful paperback copy on Amazon. When you review and tell me it's done, I will gift you a complimentary 30-minute healing coaching session. And also, be sure to listen to my original book, if you have not already, Empath and the Narcissist on Audible, or you can grab your paperback on Amazon today. It's a profound exploration of my journey and healing, providing you with tools to heal, as well as including meditations and EFT tapping. The link is in the show notes. Oh.